Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Now, I can hear my listeners across the country right now saying, he's going to say it's Monday, here we are again. Which is exactly why I'm not going to say that. Greg in Dallas, Texas, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. It's Monday. Here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part is, that was not rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen, but I threw that to him because I knew that's what he was going to do. That's how you know you got it going on. That's how yeah. you know you got it. You got, yeah, yeah. That means you're on the same page with your production staff, maybe. I'll tell you what, right? That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. When the host and production are on the same page like that, look out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, that doesn't mean we agree on everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sometimes I say Greg said that. You can read between the lines. Welcome inside the Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. It's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. Uh, so, Greg, uh, it is a high of 56 degrees where I am. I got up this morning. It was freezing cold. Oh, wow. Well, well it's reversed that here. It's 65 degrees and sunny. Yeah, it's going to go up to about 61, 62, 63 degrees. Then we give a traffic for the, high for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, by the way, the uh, 285 inner loop right yeah. now is backed <laughs> up. 635 westbound at Central. You're going to have heavy backups in the area due to a wreck blocking off the two right lanes. Expect delays for about an hour. Yeah, your best bet is to hop on the Moreover Expressway <laughs> on the Nantucket Bridge. Hold on, let if you want to get, get Andy where you're going. <laughs> Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. What's the weather doing there, and what's the traffic like in Wichita? Man, I'm telling Andy. you what, I got a traffic update from uh, Atlanta and Dallas now. I'm ready to go, so I can. I made uh, mine no. up. There is no Nantucket Westover Bridge or whatever I said. I just was making That's that what stuff you up think. on the floor. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, it's, it's going well here. Although I am, I have to say, I'm kind of angry that we're going to get back into the 70s all week long here in Kansas. I don't want it anymore, Mark. I want my 30 degrees. How hard Boo. is it to cool down for the wintertime? I just want you to know one thing, <laughs> that I am registering deep in my memory banks because the moment I hear you say I'm sick of the cold weather, I'm going to be all over you. Like a <laughs> yeah. You know that's yeah. coming. Oh, never, never. I was so, I mean, I enjoy springtime. I enjoy when it warms up in the spring. But at the same time, man, I will absorb the wintertime all winter long, and I will love it. It's just as long as it stays. Greg, I, I've got nothing because I hate winter, and so here we are. <laughs> I hate the cold. Andy, have you ever been in Minneapolis in January? Uh, no, but that is a bucket list item, I guess. You've spent most of your life in the uh, mid in the Midwest, right? Uh, be so between Ohio, Colorado, and Kansas, which right. Ohio, which Mark, you know, growing up there a little bit as well. Although I was up mm -hmm. near the lakes, I was right near the Toledo area. That it is, it's really cold there because you get that lake effect that comes down, 
and you get a little bit of ice, a lot of snow, and that snow lasts for the entire winter. Then you have Colorado, which isn't bad. It could be like negative 10 degrees and three feet of snow, and you could still walk outside in T-shirt because you're so high in elevation. It's really not that bad and doesn't make a difference. And get a sunburn. So, People go skiing. Yeah, and still get a sunburn, sunburn, absolutely. Right? So Kansas is kind of like in between the two, which is my you know, kind of the happy medium between them. Here we get maybe one dusting or two dustings of snow the entire winter, like one or two ice storms with maybe a layer of ice. And after that, it's really like 30, 40 degrees the west of the winter time, and it's fine. So I I can't complain. It's decent, and I'll wear my T-shirt and shorts all winter long. Uh, Greg? Uh, the best I got is winters here is our shorts and a hoodie. That's it, all it is. Yeah, I mean, average temperature here. You know, I am south of the Mason-Dixon line. It's, it's in the 50s. 51, 52 degrees is about an average temperature. But... If I'm if it's going to be cold, it might as well be snowing. Now I ask about Minneapolis. Have you ever been to Minneapolis in January? I have many times. Oh, it's cold. I mean, like negative twenty something. Yeah, you know where it's bad. Pass. Like if you should walk outside to walk the dog, and don't have the right clothing on, you'll die. Cold. <laughs> Well, it's That's it's so a fun. nice shock That's to the fun. system. It's a shock to the system, and it's healthy for you actually. If you go out there and you do <sighs> and you and you expose yourself to that for a short mm-hmm. amount of time, it it shocks the body into you know obviously burning fat, boosting the immune system. It gets rid of inflation uh, or inflammation, inflation too, I guess. So it, it's actually relatively healthy for you. And so a couple of years ago in Kansas, when we had a really cold set and it hit about negative twenty out here. And the power was going in and out. They jacked up our gas to like $600 per cubic foot because the state had not prepared to uh, have that cold front come in. And I did. It was negative 15, negative 20. And I went outside in my shortened T-shirts for about five, 10 minutes and meditated and got the rush and woke up. And it felt fantastic. And I loved it. Well, you know, honestly, Greg, I, I tell this story. I've told the story on the air before, but I've been up in Minneapolis before. I had a flight. I was staying at a hotel right by the Minneapolis airport about a mile away. And it was about 5 o'clock in the morning. I was stepping outside to hop in that little shuttle. And I walked out. You know, I hit the little double door patch, you know, and the doors open. I walked outside. It was like negative 20 degrees. I took a breath of fresh air. It was cool, crisp, fresh. And Andy's right about that. It is refreshing. It's refreshing because nothing can live in it. (laughs) So there are no pollutants or anything. And it felt really good. And then I walked back inside and I went, oh, hell no. And the guy that was driving the van comes over because is that all you have on? Because I, you know, I live down here. I don't have any clothes for that. Yeah, you, know, you need two thousand dollars worth of stuff to sit in, you know, Lambeau Field and watch a football game. Yeah. Those people, yeah. do, I, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, he said you're you're glad you you should be glad the airport's only a mile away because if I break down taking you in this, you're going to die. Yep. So he took me to the airport. I said, well, don't break down. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there is some truth to that. It is crisp, clean, and refreshing for a brief second, and then you go, hell no, go back in the hotel. Go, what am I doing here? <laughs> and uh, realize I'm going to get out of here. So, Andy, let's uh, let's go to Bigfoot real quick because some really discouraging news on the Bigfoot story. Apparently, <sighs> Bigfoot was wearing shades. Oh, shocking. Did you just catch that, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, yeah. the Bigfoot guy in Colorado? Were yeah, you disappointed? Yeah, I, I'm very disappointed, obviously. Yeah, Colorado has the number one most amount of Bigfoot sightings really in the uh, 48 states here. So we have a lot. And actually, I was close to seeing one as well. We had one up near the area where we lived, and there was actually a store where it was like a Bigfoot souvenir store. But they would always do Bigfoot hunts and get people around to try and catch them. And 
I, I was all about it growing up in Colorado, and it's it's sad. It's unfortunate that another one. That's called fleecing the tour, Sandy. It's yeah. called the guy in a ghillie suit. You know, yeah, that's why everybody yeah. sees UFOs in Roswell. Okay, Roswell, you're listening. But it makes me sad. You no, know, I, I I saw that, and uh, I guess it, it looked like um, an enhanced photograph. And some of the captions were funny. It looks like Bigfoot stopped at Walmart and got himself some shades on the way out. Okay. And then if you look at it, the ghillie suit becomes a little bit more apparent. And if you look even closer, it looks like you can see a rifle or something slung over his back. Honestly, <laughs> if you look at it. Now, maybe Bigfoot's carry camelbacks and rifles. Now, I don't know. But I'm just saying, it was fun to see. And it was fun to talk about. And we could be wrong. We could be flat out wrong. It really could be Bigfoot. Mm. It could be a squatch, man. It could mm. be. Yeah. Maybe I, so. hey, we don't know. Sasquatches maybe look like men in ghillie suits with rifles. We don't know. We don't know. Always optimistic about it. But I would be. I, let me give you some advice. I'll give you some voice of reason. Whenever you're at a tourist stop somewhere that's got all the Bigfoot stuff and doing the Bigfoot tours, yeah, you're being fleeced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So my so you didn't almost see one. You just saw something at a tourist. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So here's the story. So it's the town of Bailey, Colorado, where I grew up. I went to high school. I graduated from the town of Bailey has what was a restaurant down there. They turned it into kind of a souvenir shop because of so many sightings around that area. The people found it fascinating. So it's a little bitty store and you can actually go in the back and you can put a pin on a map where you've seen something or heard something or experienced something and they have a map that's ongoing and they always do these big hunts but no the the sighting that we almost had was actually at the house uh that was outside of town up in the mountains uh to a pretty ways uh, pretty ways away and it was in the middle of the night and it was so they always say or at least one of the theories is is that if you see a black panther then bigfoot is nearby and we saw a black panther on the the fence, the wood fence that we had near my wife's parents who had goats at the time. And there was a black panther on the fence kind of watching the goats. And shortly after, there was a very large thing that was running down the dirt road that was thudding very loudly and shook um, really the entire area that we were pretty sure could have been Bigfoot. Now, I would have been a little bit more convinced. I have to back away from the mic when I do this as we go to the break. If you had said you heard something like this. <laughs> that would have been I couldn't do that in the microphone because Greg would have said I'd blown him out and I yeah. didn't want to do that to you listeners yeah. either but and that is that my squatch thing I don't know it just came out but <laughs> generally speaking it could be just a barred owl you know but anyway you never know hey I'm going to talk about being politically incorrect when we come back because I bought some merchandise on Amazon the other day that I didn't even know they still had and I'm just thrilled to have it because I think it's cool because it's like in your face to a left wing, out of control, politically correct society. And it's fun to talk about. And you'll remember it. We'll be back. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at CrimeResearch.org. CrimeResearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense. I will be leaving to head down to Daniel Defense in the AAR vet this Thursday morning. 
sometime around 11 o'clock, I guess, and doing the DoubleDFoundation.org banquet with that great group of people down there at the plant. So I'm looking forward to that. DanielDefense.com, Freedom, Passion, Precision. I will go into the plant and smell freedom because that's what the plant smells like. Welcome back. Six-hour studio is on fire for you. Daniel Defense Mike, all brought to you by X Insurance. Now, I am chewing a piece of bubble gum right now, Andy. I'm going to take it out of my mouth. I just wanted to make that point because it's politically incorrect. Why? Because it's not just any bubble gum, Andy. It's a cigar bubble gum with the label. Now, you might be too young to remember these. Do you remember cigar bubble gum and the cigarette bubble gum packs? Do you remember I those? Remember, you- I don't remember the cigar, but I remember the cigarette packs. I used to get those all the time as a kid and thought we were the coolest kids in town. Yeah. Now, Greg and I were talking about this. He knows I got I sent him some of the photographs. He's like, wow, I didn't even know they made those. I was sitting out at the cutting edge fire in front of the studio on Saturday with a couple neighbors. And we were talking about this big thing of bubble gum that I got for Halloween. And I was telling everybody I love bubble gum and I was chewing it like crazy. I said, I'm going to have to get more because I'm not going to be able to pass it out to the kids because I'm eating it. And we started talking about, remember the Bazooka Joe bubble gum and the cigarette bubble gums and the cigar bubble gums? Well, while we were sitting out there at the cutting edge fire, I pulled up my phone and went on to Amazon. And sure enough, they had them. So I bought the entire display case of politically incorrect cigarette bubble gum packs. And it comes with like 24 individual packs, right? Of like 20 sticks of bubble gum. And this, these are so cool because when you pull them out, they look like they're filters and everything. They have the paper wrapped on them like they did when you were a kid. Yeah. And you put your mouth on it and you blow out and that puff of sugar pops out. Greg, do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So when we were kids, we thought that was super cool. Now, it's so politically incorrect nowadays. <laughs> but the cigars. And then I bought a, a 250 pack of Bazooka Joe, the, you know, the original square ones with the Bazooka Joe cartoons inside them. So now I've got more bubble gum than I know what to do with. But I just like politically incorrect things, Andy. And I didn't know if you remembered those or not. I thought it was kind of cool. And here's the fun part about the bubble gum's really good. If you like bubble gum, go get yeah. some, ladies and gentlemen. And then watch the look on some people's faces when all you did was hand them a pack of gum that when you were a kid was readily available. Nobody thought anything else about. That's, this is how far we've not come. You can't even get bubble gum like that anymore. But you can. It's out there. You just can't buy it in your regular convenience stores anymore. I noticed that the... Here's the cigarette pack gum thing here. But it's uh, made in Macedonia. I don't know that it was made in Macedonia when I was a kid. It was probably made in Detroit. But anyway, this is Stallion bubble gum packs. So, Andy, they're out there. They're cool. That's good to know. You know what? That's good to know, yeah. It's just fun stuff. And I would suggest going out to the locals, and I know they have them in Texas, and buy your kid maybe a pack of these boys. This is politically incorrect. I can hear the left. Now, I can't believe you're telling kids to get bubble gum thing singing it. Well, I'm going to tell you to strap on one of the little toy, you know, cowboy and Indian gun sets, right, too. So right. really be cool. Gun. Yeah, remember those? What's wrong with those toys? Yeah, Nothing. I tell you what, you want to bring back masculinity, you get them a pack of the bubblegum cigarettes with a cap gun with some cowboy hats and a boot and mm-hmm. go outside and play. That was the best thing to play as a kid when you played, uh, you know, cowboys and you were out there and you were trying to lasso things and you were having the shootouts and you were having a good time. I mean, that was uh, as far as I remember, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but my generation like that uh, when and beyond even older from there, we didn't have shootings all the time. And yet we had masculine boys that were roughhousing mm. and playing with cap guns and pretending to smoke cigarettes and 
voila, look at that. We didn't turn into a bunch of addicted, gun-shooting, mentally ill, ultra-masculine people harming society. We turned into, like, normal human beings. What a concept. Yeah, and, you know, look, I'm not telling you that, you know, go out get your kids to start smoking. I smoked when I was a kid, was, you know, but I quit smoking cigarettes years ago. But I smoked cigars. I love smoking good cigars. I love a good cigar. And, uh, yeah, I used to do We used to throw dirt clod fights and everything else. And, uh, you know, life went apples. on. It was just apples. You apple throw apples at each other. Oh, man. Ooh, I didn't do that. Big. We just, yeah, we threw big dirt clouds at each other. Yeah. Oh, man. Stuff. No, we had, so we had our big apple trees in our backyard in Ohio when I was a kid growing up. And the little bitty uh, apple core stuff that we would just chuck at each other, we would come back in with welts. I mean, they were big. Uh, they were worse than uh, paintballs. And, yeah, we'd throw apples at each other. That was fun. Mom didn't freak out. She said, oh, look at you. You've been having apple fights again. Well, be careful. That <laughs> was real Our dad life. was the one doing it to us. <laughs> Gotta love dad, man. That's, that's back when dads <laughs> were dads. So let's move to Antifa and guns. This is an interesting conversation here. There is uh, the post-millennial. Oregon gun shop refuses to sell firearm to Antifa-affiliated man. Oh, this raises lots of questions, Andy. So here's the deal. The Antifa-affiliated man is a guy by the name of Mark Iannicolelli. I'm just going to call him whatever because I can't pronounce his name. Iannicolelli, I guess his name is. I may screw that up. Here's what he said. He didn't feel good about it, meaning selling him the gun, because he didn't support Antifa. And I explained to him it's more like a movement, said Mark Iannicolelli, a self-identified member of Antifa. Now, before we go any deeper... If you knew, if you were an FFL, and this is in Portland, Oregon, where Antifa made their presence very well known for what? At least a year and a half to two years, Andy. Yeah. And you had discretion as an FFL, and you knew he was Antifa, he identified as that, and because he had a business card with his identification on it that identified with an Antifa website, would you have sold him the gun? Absolutely not. Look, you're not supposed to. That's the whole purpose of the government organizations is to stop, quote unquote, terrorists or people that could potentially harm others from purchasing firearms. That's the point of doing background checks, isn't it? That's the point of doing the screenings. And the first line of defense is to stop people that you think might be deemed as a threat from purchasing a firearm to potentially harm themselves or other. And while the government may not have deemed Antifa as a terrorist organization, they are. And most of society that has any bit of common sense knows that and understands that. And so, no, I don't think any rational person would sell someone a firearm if they knew they were a member of Antifa. Because just like, um, you know, customer service, when you walk into a restaurant, that any business has the right to turn a customer away for really any reason. So a firearm industry, a firearm store who is trying to make sure that it doesn't get in the wrong hands to continue to demonize the firearm industry, you would think that you wouldn't actually allow them to actually have a firearm. What a concept. Greg, it's interesting. You got to be careful with this one, guys, because I might shock you with this one. Greg, what are your thoughts? I'm kind of torn on all of this, although I figured you would be. Yeah, although I I do, uh, you know, in some instances, uh, support uh, certain individuals having firearms again. I am. Uns- I'm just kind of torn on all of this here. We have 30 seconds up, 20 now. When we go to the break, I'm going to remind you of some conversations we've had on this show in the past. Because knee jerk reaction. I mean, I feel like you, Andy. The FFL. He's. It's called discretion, right? If he thinks it's a straw sale, 
He doesn't have to sell you the gun. And he doesn't have to explain anything to you either. I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable selling the firearm, whether you pass a background check or not. That's discretion. But when we come back, I'm going to throw some provocative questions out, and I'll let you figure it out for yourself. I will tell you what I think about it, though. We'll be right back after this. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone in the Sig Sauer Studios, all brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Make sure to check out all of our partners, please, at armedamericanradio.com. You heard me mention the uh, firewood, the cutting-edge firewood. We will have another cutting-edge fire going tonight. It's perfect for it. So if you're experiencing some great fall weather, cutting-edge firewood has you covered, and they support your gun rights as well. Remember that, cuttingedgefirewood.com. We'll talk more about all of our partners coming up throughout the remainder of the broadcast. So I saw some uh, interesting stuff in the uh, in the chat here. Martin says, was the Bazooka Joe hard as a rock? You're darn right it was hard as a rock, Martin, or it wouldn't be Bazooka Joe, brother. And guess what? Taking off the little ends of the paper when you peel across the middle, that was a chore, too. Just like you remember when you were a kid. But it didn't mess with the comic inside. So there you have it. Yeah, man. All right, let's go back to the Antifa deal. Greg, we kind of got hit with a break, but you and I had the benefit of talking during the break. Yeah. Your thoughts. Yeah. uh, Should he have sold the gun because the guy self-identified as Antifa member? Uh, so is he the most immediate threat is my, my thoughts on this. Like how militant does this guy seem? Like, I know that there's been times in the past when we've had, um, instances like this, for instance, the Black Panthers in the sixties that were allegedly threatening, uh, voters at voting stations. Um, and then you, we currently have this current threat where we have uh, Antifa people that are rioting and burning stuff in uh, in town squares, but we can't prove it's this actual individual that's standing in front of you. Um, but you have the discretion, like you said, if uh, you believe it may be a, a straw purchase or maybe you think there may be something else afoot, then you have the right to refuse service to this individual. So I think that would be uh, discretion of the shop owner or whoever is selling the firearm at the time. Uh, myself, um, hmm, man, that's a tough call. I believe everybody has the right to defend their lives, and I believe uh, everybody has the right to freedom of speech. Sometimes there's consequences to your freedom of speech, though. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I support everybody's right to keep and bear arms. Everybody's. Andy, we're going to go back to you in just a second on this because my initial reaction was just like yours. But I've supported, for example, I remember when the Black Panthers were marching on Stone Mountain. 
right? You don't like maybe the Black Panthers politics. Do the Black Panthers have a right to keep and bear arms and do an open carry march? That you damn right they do. As long as they're following the law, don't they have a right to defend themselves? Don't they have yep. a right to carry firearms like you do? Yeah. Because you don't like them? Sorry, can we say, I hate the liberal ideology. I don't want any liberal to have guns. I'm not going to sell guns to any liberals. I guess if you own the F, if you're the FFL, you you can do that. You're probably going to find yourself in court. But Andy Hoosier, jump back in here because this conversation gets pretty deep uh, for a lot of different reasons. Of course, the FFL has discretion, but to what degree is that discretion being utilized? If this man passes a background check, has no he's passed an FBI background check. You know he's passed it. He doesn't have a right to keep and bear arms? Yeah, it's a great question. And you're right. I, it I is, agree it with is a Greg good question. That, yeah, I agree with Greg in the sense that, yeah, everybody has a right to keep and bear arms and to defend themselves. They have that right. And like you said, the Black Panthers, they were a radical group back uh, during the civil rights time. And the, if they wanted to march with their firearms out, they had the right to do so, just like everybody else. The question comes down to whether... They're like you said, whether they are breaking the law or whether they are following the law and whether they are inciting violence. Antifa has a record and a track, a long track record of being violent, of not just protesting. If you're just protesting out there, then you know what? I may not agree with what you're doing, but you're right. You have all the power and all the right in the world to carry and to do what you do. But they have a track record of violence. And I mean, this is. It's not necessarily like a, a red flag law, but it is a sign of, hey, you guys, whether you're part of it or not, you're associated with an organization that's caused violence and caused literal destruction in towns. You have attacked businesses. You have attacked people in the streets. You have burnt down car dealerships. You have done very radical, violent, mm-hmm. destructive things. And therefore, that should be a red flag to say, you know, if you associate with that, then uh, maybe you shouldn't have a firearm because I don't know what your motive is. And we shouldn't know what your motive is when you go and purchase a firearm because it's none of your damn business. It's my firearm. I'm going to go and purchase a firearm and do what I want to with it. And you, I mean, while the government wants to know, you're never going to know everybody's true motive of why they're purchasing a firearm to either have self-protection or to go out and do something harmful and destructive. But if they pass the background check, that's fine. But when you associate with an organization that's known for violence and physical abuse of individuals and physical destruction, that should raise a, an eyebrow to at least look into it further to make that personal discretion. I want every individual to want to have a firearm for that self-protection, but I'm sorry, if, if I know that you're part of a group that's violent, I'm not going to give it to you. If I was a, a, a gun owner as well, a gun store owner, and someone came in as a member of the KKK, and in the conversation with their buddies that were there, they're talking about putting a you know a cross out in somebody's yard because they're a different skin color and we're going to go after them. Or because oh, no, hold on, hold on. That's Muslim a different story. Something. I'd be with you 100%. On that's, a, that's a completely different story. And I'm not saying I'm not with you on the discretion. I'm all about the discretion. The gun dealers are the first line of defense. They're the ones that are going to make the call, and they have a right to do that. I hope they do do that. Yeah. Now, for example, let's throw this out again, fodder for argument. You know, the Hells Angels are associated with a lot of bad things. Guy walks in with a Hells Angels patch. You're not going to sell him a gun? How many of them will actually do go in and buy one legally? I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> lots do. I don't know, but I'm sure lots do. 
and that makes my point. Um, others probably don't. Hey, that guy's an attorney. Oh, I know of an, a couple attorneys that are in jail right now that were Antifa members. They were attorneys. I'm not going to sell him a gun because he's an attorney. See, here's what the Antifa member said. Okay. A person's ethnicity, their race, their political belief, their religion like that. The guy's job is to sell guns. You give a name on a you give a name card, you know, and it has some type of political group he doesn't like. He can simply throw the card away. I feel like I'm being, you know, ripped off. I feel like because I have to pay two or three times more than the average citizen to have my Second Amendment rights violated. I'm really getting screwed around. This shouldn't be happening in this country. Now, I'm in no way supporting this clown's organization. It's because I had given him this business card and he said he didn't feel good about it because he didn't support Antifa. And I explained to him it's more like a movement. You know, I have never actually gone up there and marched with Antifa, but he was adamant he wasn't going to sell me the firearm. Interesting. Now let's take the location, Portland, Oregon. We saw Antifa go ballistic in Portland. Very violent stuff. Yep. They had that autonomous zone for, what, nine nine weeks, a couple of months? Now, was that Seattle or was that Portland? I don't even remember anymore. I think Portland both. had one as well, yeah. Both? Yeah, yep. okay. Well, Antifa laid siege to Portland for well over a year. The, the, the rioting was nightly. Destroying public property, federal property. It was a mess. I likely wouldn't have sold him the gun either if I was in Portland, Oregon. And it was a Portland gun shop, and I'm a Portland FFL, and I saw what that organization that he's associating with did, and he's identify, identifying with a militant group. Then on the other hand, if I'm in Portland, maybe I agree with him, and I would sell him the gun. Portland's full of those people. So the question is, is his Second Amendment right being violated? And is the FFL violating his Second Amendment right? I support every American's right, whether I agree with them politically or not, As long as they are law-abiding citizens and they are following the rule of law, like I do, I support their right to keep and bear arms. Tough question, but an interesting one. If you're in the chat, let us know what you think. I'll take a look at some of those during the break, and when we come back, maybe shout some of them out. I'd like to know what you think as well, but it's a fascinating conversation. It really is. Andy Hoosier for one more segment. Don't go away. We'll be back on the flip side of this break four minutes from now. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. I tell you what, that bubble gum's good. I just chewed a cherry cigar. I'm going to move on to the grape one next. That's good stuff. Welcome back in. Daniel Defense Mike fired up for you. Six Hour Studios, X Insurance presenting all of it to you. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, almost said your name before we went back to uh, X Insurance and everything else. Ladies and gentlemen, please support all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Buy something from Mike Lindell. Latest column out there from him. They're going after him. They're bankrupting him. All you got to do is buy a pillow. All because he supports your gun rights, period. Take all the rest of the nonsense that's out there and, and get rid of it. 
This show is about your right to bear arms, and Mark, Mike supports your right to bear arms on this program and has for the better part of a decade. Support him. DefenderCoffee.com. Had two cups this morning by 9 a.m., and I have lots of the Heaven's Harvest food. I also own holsters and guns from everybody that advertises on this program. You can do the same thing. And I will be building a cutting-edge firewood fire outside this studio in an hour and 15 minutes from now and can't wait. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Welcome back. Fascinating conversation. Okay. And I asked for some comments in the chat. I agree with Andy. This is from Martin again. I agree with Andy's argument, but would counter... What if we, that is 2A supporters, are determined by our government to be domestic terrorists and therefore would force an FFL to not sell us guns without losing their license? Greg, that goes to kind of what you were talking about during the break. Yep. Yep. Uh, So Martin's on top of that with you. We've referenced Martin a couple times already. Thanks, Martin, for the comments. We've got some others in here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, the FFL can the FFL can't violate his rights. The FFL can violate his rights because the two A only protects us from government actions. That's from Patrick. And then Dubes, Mark in Illinois says, I prefer the old adage that a shopkeeper can refuse service to anyone for any reason. I call that freedom. You can always spend your money elsewhere. Now, I haven't been asked by anybody here on the panel yet on the show. What would I have done? I likely would not have sold him the gun if I lived in Portland, Oregon, and watched Antifa destroy my city. I probably would have exercised that discretion, and it would have gone against every grain in my body unless I had watched a militant organization destroy my city. I likely would have erred on the side of caution had I known that. And I support the shopkeeper's right to have either sold him the gun or not sold him the gun. I have no problem with the shopkeeper selling him the gun if he wanted to. He passed the background check. He can buy the gun. That's where his responsibility ends, period. It was a lawful sale. I completely get it. I would never give that guy any crap whatsoever for selling that gun because he didn't violate the law. Andy. Yeah, here's, here's the thing, and I agree with a lot of those comments. They, they make a good point. To Martin's point about if they deem us as the domestic terrorists, which they're trying to do, that's exactly that's right. what the government is trying to do, is just saying that we all are, quote-unquote, domestic terrorists by being, being the right-wingers that cling to our guns and our Bibles, and therefore we have uh, the, the ability to have our guns taken away because we're the radicals that are just going to be violent. Here's the best part of this entire scenario. Let's say this guy does turn down the purchase of the firearm and the Antifa member tries to sue the gun store and this goes to court. We now have a progressive organization like Antifa or a progressive individual advocating for the freedom of the Second Amendment to be able to have the right to keep him bearing arms. And if the courts actually side in his favor saying, yeah, there's no justification for you not to have the firearm because even though you are part of this organization, there's no evidence that you as an individual have actually done anything wrong, then that sets a precedent as well for us as the pro-Second Amendment side to say, hey, you know, we have the right to keep and bear arms, and that's just an, uh, an argument on our side. So it's kind of a weird world today where we have, just like we saw in New Mexico just a few months ago, that we have the left advocating for the right to keep and bear arms and actually fighting for the right to citizens to actually have these firearms against the progressive agenda. So at the end of the day, this works out in our favor either way that this ends up going because it shows that we have the right to keep these firearms and actually purchase a firearm anytime we want to. Yeah, and it's. I'm actually going to go into this a little bit deeper. I'm going to kind of segue over to the ATF warning Texas FFLs 
is what I've got slated for the next hour. And it's going to be an interesting conversation as well, because you alluded to some of it right there without knowing it. But I'm going to kind of put it in this direction. I think if it went to court, the FFL wins. I don't even think it makes it. I don't even think it makes it that far. And here's why: because he has the right, as the shop owner, as the business owner, to exercise his own judgment. It's pretty much as simple as that. And you would think, well, would the ATF pat him on the back and say, "Thanks for exercising your judgment"? We're always telling you, if there's something suspicious and you deem it suspicious, use your discretion. But in this case. It's a left-wing guy. Hmm. We can make that assumption because Antifa's left-wing. Yeah, what if it were the other way around? Right? And look, I, you've said it many times a, before, too. That, a lot of different I mean, ways to Democrats, look at this. There is a lot of different ways to look at it. And you've said it many times before. You want everybody to be able to have a firearm. You want Democrats to go out and get a firearm. So, you know, it's this. I, I don't want to take away anybody's right to purchase a firearm, especially just a random individual. It's just... There is. It's an association of not just an organization that we disagree with, but it's an association of an organization, especially in an area that has a proven track record of doing vast damage. Well, there it is. You just hit the nail on the head. You just hit the nail on the head. The organization that he's identified with is on record, particularly in that particular city or in that state anyway, for doing tremendous damage, harming people, physically harming people. Now, if you identify, oh, I'm a Biden supporter, and I'm walking in with a Joe Biden hat, you're going to get laughed at in the gun shop, but I'm going to sell you a gun, as long as you're a law-abiding citizen. But when you identify with a, what is, we would argue, at least I would call a domestic terrorist organization, no. I would I would have exercised my judgment there as well. And... Uh, with zero tolerance policy from the ATF, you really want to take that chance and put your license on the line? There's your defense in court right there. <laughs> All right. In today's day and age in an upside down world, and that's where we're going to go in the next hour. I don't want to jump ahead. But when we talk about the Texas FFLs being warned by ATF, it, that part of it will make a little bit more sense because it is a different story. But there are some similarities. To a certain extent. Yeah, Andy, it's an interesting conversation, brother. Tell everybody where they can find you, because I know Greg's going to jump in my head and say 60 seconds. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can find me on the website, HoosierReason.com. No I in Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. And the social media handle at Hoosier Reason as well. We have the video feed on OpsLens and the radio show, the audio on our website, and more radio stations that will be coming on where you can hopefully be able to hear it in your local market here relatively soon and man we're just growing like a weed it's always fun to talk and yeah it's uh it makes you think a little bit because we want to be fair we want to be equal across the board in the sense of the second amendment which is what it's all about um but also the shows even just having this conversation that it's also about holding the safety and security of communities as a priority as well which is what the other side says that we don't do because we're just a bunch of fear mongers Mm -hmm. with guns that just want to harm everybody that we don't like Here's some advice for the Antifa member. Next time you go in there, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you know you're going to pass a background check, leave the Antifa card at home, dude. <laughs> Good heavens. Yeah, you got to question the intelligence there. I'm going to identify to this gun shop dealer as a member of what conservatives refer to as a domestic terror organization, see if I can get him to sell me a gun. That could have been a plant, too. 
It could all have been to create this conversation. Hmm, interesting. They would never do that, would they? Yes, they would. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues six minutes after the hour. We will be here on the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, in the six-hour studios at AAR Ranch. See you at six after. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 